Hey guys, welcome to the Geronimo Draws podcast. This is Rob. And I'm Mike. And we just finished watching episodes seven, seven and eight, eight of The Mandalorian. What do you think? I'm, I'm overall, the second half of this series was way more enjoyable to yeah. me than the first half of it. I completely agree. I think the episode six was by far my favorite mm-hmm. because it gave me the bounty hunter craving right. that I That's felt I Bill needed. Burr. That was with Bill Burr, yeah, yeah. and they go on the adventure to res- rescue the yes. uh, the Twi'lek yep. prisoner. That's my favorite that as well. That one beyond exceeded my expectations. Mm-hmm. But then we go on to episode seven. Which was good. Tons of action. I mean, obviously, he's getting that call from Carl Weathers' character right. to come and kill the now guy who had originally recruited him yes. to find Baby Yoda. Uh-huh. So that puts a twist in it that like i don't trust him which i didn't the yeah, whole way through you don't trust carl weathers the character i mean he <laughs> never trust carl weathers. bounty hunters especially after the predator right i, I mean predator at all. he betrayed him in predator <laughs> yeah so essentially for me that was the setup for what i thought was going to be a really cool episode because mm-hmm. either carl weathers was going to betray him or it was the truth and they were going to have to go after werner herzog's character right with the fallen empire Mm -hmm. that was left over. But it changes when Yoda does the force heal stuff to Carl Weathers character. There's a lot of stuff that happens that, well, I think it's perfect that they released the rise of Skywalker. And then that episode on the same day. I don't think that was a mistake by any means. No, definitely not. Well, because the argument would have been if that had come out beforehand, right. We would have kind of been surprised that they show this and then it's not ever in the star Wars universe for the movies. Right. Only to find out, like, wait, he can do this? Why can't any? Why didn't anybody else do this? But yeah, yeah right. It, the, the movie Ray, hit at the same point. Right. We all know Force Heal was kind of a thing. Right. Force Drain was a thing. Ray and Adam Driver do Force Heal and, and uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yes, yeah, And Baby Yoda does Force Heal to Carl Weathers when they get attacked by those weird bat monsters when they're at the campsite. Yeah, like it was, almost dragons or something. It was something out of like pitch black. It was a pretty cool scene. Yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah. And Carl Weathers gets messed up and you think he's going down. It shows the the dangerous terrain and the animals that live out there. Right, and and that's one thing I'll give about Mandalorian. It does deliver in the uh, lore of teaching us new things about new Mm -hmm. planets and galaxy expansion. Right, exactly. So I I do really enjoy that element Mandalorian delivers, which is what Star Wars always did. Kind of like surprise you with like, oh, what are these creatures Mm -hmm. and what is that world? Aesthetically, it's gorgeous. I think visually this show nails it uh, in terms of just each planet, in terms of the the style of it. It just it feels like the original trilogy, but also when they show the droids in the, in this new episode, in the latest one, when they're killing the family. When yeah, the IG out, unit. No, oh, not the even. original I mean, the droids, original. the attack of the clone, clone droids. Clones, are, yeah. I mean, that looked awesome. So the, the visuals, the TIE fighter battle at the end with mm. Moff Gideon, that was great. It's, in my opinion, there's just something about tone. It's just one time, like you said, like, it's weird. Who, like, what is the audience here? Like, it's suddenly dark, and then it's, like, way off comedically. So it's like, wh- where are they? Where are they? <laughs> That's what I don't understand. Yeah, it's it's hard to gauge what the audience is. I mean, it seems like it's more of a teenage audience and young adult audience, but at the same time, it's still enjoyable for adults yeah. it's very hard to place because there's certain things that are much darker like when the ig unit rescues baby yoda he messes up oh it's a those massacre two, uh 
scout oh, troopers. Oh, those two, those two like, first. He breaks his arm, and the other guy, he's like slamming him onto the speeder <laughs> bike. And it was it was really it's cool, violent. and I've grown to really like that IG unit yeah. character. That's one of my favorite things. So then we should talk about uh, episode seven real quick, getting back to that, because Mandalorian recruits all the characters that we met throughout the season. So that's I, I, I am a fan of that, that he went back to look for all these characters, and now they actually played a part right, and serve at a the purpose. end. Right, because yeah. my gripe and your gripe originally was, we have one episode right. with this newly found character, mm-hmm. and then they separate. They came so and I went. I kind of bought that they were going to need to do something, but now we were at the finale, Yeah, like and they had finally recruited him in ticking. episode seven. I was like, <laughs> what are we doing with all these people? Is, is everybody yeah. going down? Right. It, it built up what the finale was going to be. I was right. really excited about it. And I like that Queel. I love that character now, because he ends up taking the IG unit that was destroyed by Mando. He goes back to that site. And he reprograms and pieces him back together to, to be, protect Baby Yoda, right? And, yeah, and, and to full just circle was really well be done. a protector in general, first to him and a helper, and then uh, Queel ends up programming it to be a nurse droid to now take care of Baby Yoda. And I gotta say, like, although I- I'm not a huge fan of some of the new characters, like the Cara Dune character, like just in my opinion, the acting is a little bit off tonally, and Carl Weathers like they're kind of hamming it up, but. The IG unit I did feel bad for when he finally sacrificed himself at the end. Yeah, I thought it was really fitting, actually, because yeah. it's it's this whole joke that they played on in the first episode when he meets the IG unit, when he's yeah. like, we can't win, I got to self. He's like, don't do that. Stop. Right, don't and self-destruct. I really thought that was good comedy. So now to see it in a very deep moment between yeah. those two characters of he's already made the decision that there's no way to get out of this. So Unless in order I sacrifice for me to, myself. Right. So I have to fulfill my primary objective, which is now to save the child. Right. I need to self-destruct in order for you guys to get this thing to safety because we're not getting out of here otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it, that's the thing about the show. I feel like it's worried to commit to an audience or maybe not just one audience. There's just some moments where I feel like it just it doesn't quite understand what it is. And then there's other moments where I can, oh, we're definitely this. I think they completely understand. I think they understand that they're trying to appeal to as much as we can. Yeah. That's the Disney in it. No, that is the Disney part. We, we yeah. know the audience wants to see a darker thing, at least the darker darker elements, which is the audience of like the adult. Well, like you and I right. appreciate that dark bounty hunter, Boba Fett style right. that we knew from yeah. the past. Episode six was for us. Right. <laughs> There's Whereas no doubt. The other episodes were to bring in the younger audience, the generation yeah. who grew up on Force Awakens and mm-hmm. Last Jedi and now Rise of Skywalker, and that they're not going to really know much about bounty hunters, but this is a whole new world for them to explore. Yeah. And they'll still appreciate it. So, you know, you have to accept what it is that every Star Wars episode isn't going to be made for me and my age group. Oh, of course. Me personally, but... I just think the acting and the writing can be better. That's that's totally my opinion. I, I feel that there's, there's just some moments where the acting just doesn't fit, especially getting... I mean, I don't want to go back to previous episodes too much, but the, the young bounty hunter in episode five, he was... Not that good. Yeah, that's. I mean, that comes down to casting you know, stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's directing. what it is. I don't get it. That kid yeah, was I, bad. <laughs> I thought that, but that's like you know a bad casting option. Yeah. That's just what it is. Yeah. So it's little things like that, you know. But overall, I do think the show is not that bad. No, I enjoyed it. I I disliked it the first few episodes, probably one to four. 
maybe five, but once we hit six, seven, and now eight. Those are the best episodes. I'm on board. Six sold me right back into it. Same I, here. This was the episode for me, six, right. that put me like, this is the show I wanted from day one. Right. Seven kept it going. We and, meet Moss Gideon. Right. He's cool. Like, and who? And they kill Queel. That, that's that the was a big moment. of a really touching character. <laughs> we turned to each other. We were like, they just killed him. Right. And I was like, I didn't think the show would ever do something like that for, with the way it had been going. End of Seven was totally the all is lost moment where yeah. they're right pressed against in that little cantina. That was cool. Moss shows up. The cool thing that I like, I mean, I know it's it's hard to accept that we don't know a lot, but what we are told finally is that Moss Gideon oh. is obviously part of the former empire. He has an objective, along with whatever the right. stormtroopers are doing. They need this character, uh, Baby Yoda's Baby character, Yoda. for something yeah. extreme. Right. Mm. And I do like that they mentioned that he was supposed to be executed for war crimes. Right. Didn't new, give you much more Republic. than that, though, that Moss I is like supposed that. to be... Ex- was supposed to be executed. He's, he's he also survived. knows all their names. Right. He knows the Mandalorian's real name, which is Din... Din Jordan? Jordan? Din Jordan. Pretty cool. He takes off his helmet because he's dying. (laughs) It's an unusual name. (laughs) Yeah, we get a flashback of him, uh, the ones that had been sprinkled throughout the whole season. And now we see uh, how they were... His family were running from... The uh, Attack of the Clone droids. Yeah, I guess they that were just had to destroying be destroying the town. Yeah, that had to be during the separatist time. Obviously, the Clone Wars, and he's yeah, and a you baby. Kind of wonder why why they were even doing that. You know, like well, the what? droids would probably you know just, just like, massacring people. Oh, yeah. Grieve, oh yeah. Well, Grievous was conquering planets and taking over settlements that were run by the, you know, well not, not the Empire, but the old Republic, the old yeah, Republic. Yeah, yeah. I guess it was it was kind of surprising for me because I didn't realize that approach was the way they went about like kind of taking over oh, yeah. planets. Well, well, look what they did to Naboo. You just didn't see it. We well, just because, didn't see the takeover. Well, the funny thing is when you hear Werner Herzog talk about the Empire, yeah. how he goes- He's we, dead. We improve- Yeah. <laughs> yeah I forgot to But that. he mentions the fact that he goes, the Empire improves any planet that it touches. Right. That's he goes, he it says. gets better with our- Like, tell me what's going on now. Is this better than Empire Control? Right. So it is funny to see kind of like- That well, was Empire cool. Control is really not right. the best thing. They're going around destroying everything. But now it's chaos killing right people. now. Yeah, right. Because so there's no real is, leadership. Yeah, right. What is the better- you have the new republic, but Perger. it didn't look much better either way. It still looks like a terrible, horrible, dangerous yeah, place, yeah. the galaxy. Yeah. So no matter who's running it. Only the strong survive. It's right. It. And we also find out, well, this was a weird thing in episode eight. After So Queel dies and that's how it ends. And uh, the, No, the episode storm- seven. Seven, sorry. Episode seven ends with Queel dying because he's supposed to get the baby Yoda to safety. And uh, these two scout troopers kill him and they take the baby Yoda to Moff Gideon, but it never gets there because I, the IG-88, IG-80, well, 11. No, IG-11, sorry. Right, early. Uh, he, yeah. <laughs> he gets over there and he, he kills the, brutally kills the scout troopers. <laughs> Which was a great moment. But before that happens, we do get a very unusual aspect of the stormtroopers, which oh. is, they've got a lot more personality <laughs> yeah. than I think they ever had before. I mean- that's the He's, opening of episode eight. Yeah, yeah, that the two scout troopers are essentially like just, you know, talking, chatting up. He's like, you know, I should we bring it, it in? It, it was a, such a different moment for me because you had never really heard them speak to that extent. You do once, very, very briefly. 
uh, I noticed it actually when we were rewatching A New Hope. And there's a moment when Obi-Wan is trying to shut down the generators. Yeah, and he throws that thing while yes. they're talking. Yeah. And they're talking. He's like, Did you see the new model? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was this was but this even was way more, more personal. Yeah. But that's like the only time. Guy, well, because my whole point is like, are they still clones now that at this point they're children, no, right? No. So they're not the same people. They're recruited. Right. Well, it's like what happened in Solo. We see that. Right, because my main focus was like, they clearly have different personalities. One guy like is just dying to see the baby and like he's trying to come up with every <laughs> way to like get him, you know, just just show me. No. Well, maybe we should check it's alive. It's yeah, alive. You hit it pretty hard. That's another thing. They hit, they want, you know what? They, they want the, the audience. Like, we want you to relate to them, but we don't want you to relate to them too much. So they make them punch the baby. No, you Yoda. have to hate them. Yeah. Right. That punch was, and from both of them. Yeah. Because if exactly. they both don't hit this child, what IG 11 is about to do <laughs> is going to be nasty and cruel. 100%. And by the end of that episode, we want you to love IG 11. Yes. Right. So yeah. it needs to sell. <laughs> so he needs to. He needs to really whack that baby in the head. Right. And, and they do. It's in the bag. And I was like, right. and everybody, I know for me, I was like, oh, don't do that to the baby. <laughs> like, don't hit a baby. Yeah. They wanted that victory for IG-11. And I kept, you know, racking my brain on what that moment was going to be. I'm I'm assuming that Baby Yoda was just going to mess their day up and chokes, you know, choke both of them out. <laughs> Force yeah, lightning. Yeah, right. Like IG-11 <laughs> totally came through. And that was a cool moment. Then he goes and does something that I did not expect. Yes. His primary objective is to obviously protect the child, but he goes in on his, you know, trusty steed speeder bike and I was starts mowing down the whole town. With the baby on his chest. I was like, wait, I, like, why aren't you getting the baby to safety? It's almost like sometimes things supersede others, whereas we knew that would be an epic moment. Right. But he would never leave the child. Yes. So we'd have to bring the child. Yeah. But in order to bring the child, we have to kind of still make this happen. I feel like he was more at risk, the yeah, baby. You'd think it'd be a horrible risk. And that moment where he shifts backwards. Yeah, and turns. It, it, it almost has to reference the fact that he's like, he's still constantly, his first priority is to protect the kid. Yeah. Right? It isn't to take these guys out. It's just, he's got to do this because that's the base layer of like, if they exist, uh -huh. the child's not ever going to be fully protected. Sure. So. Yeah. It was a hard moment for me in the process that he would take this kid into battle, it like a Western, sense. you know, riding into town. Right. But I, And also, why did Moff Gideon kill Werner Herzog's character? Like, he just mowed down everyone in there except for the guys he needed to kill. Yeah, you don't know much of why. I mean, other than he's got to be a cold-hearted guy. He's even rogue, the scout sure. troopers are saying, yeah. like, did you hear he killed some of the guys? He goes, uh, you know, you can never yeah. believe we hear. But they both clearly believe it by the end of it. Because they try to get in touch with the guy again to come down with the baby. And he's like, oh, well, he just killed some guy for interrupting him. So don't come. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good time to come down. Yeah. No, All right. We'll wait it out. That, that, that was that was some cool stuff. I, I found out this was directed by the guy who did uh, Ra uh, Thor Ragnarok. So oh, really? I get the comedy in that. But it, it was better in this one than it was in the other episodes. Yeah, it was a bit more fitting, Yeah, I feel. Again, my, direction. my personal opinion and, like you said, direction yeah. from somebody else. Yeah. Compared to maybe in episode five, if it wasn't him, right? You're Epis getting a different. I would say flow. Epi episode four is still the worst episode. That was the worst episode yeah. of the whole show, in my opinion. Well, that's the fun part because when I spoke to other people I knew regarding this series, they were in love with it way before Man. episode wow. six came out. Wow. It was the greatest show ever. Yeah. We, you know, reignited my love for Star Wars, and I'm sitting here thinking like, no, it's it's crashed and burned for me. <laughs> Exactly. Mandalorian really disappointed me. And then 
episode six comes along and I was like, this is what I'm right. talking about. Well, here, so. here's the other thing that you said that because you mentioned Mandalorian, of course. I am not a fan of the whole creed, the culture. First off, they go, they escape from Moff Gideon. There is a really sick moment where this badass uh, flame trooper who looks like a shock trooper with the red. Yeah, we've never seen something like that before, to my I, knowledge. I want a figure of that. Yeah, that thing is pretty wild looking. I want that on my drawing table right there for inspiration. That thing looks sick. So I want one of those because the design was great. He comes in there. He's going to flame out everybody. It's yeah, barbecue. the whole cantina is going yeah, down. They can't get out of there. And there was a really cool moment where Baby Yoda just holds the fire. And then with a flick of his wrist, <laughs> just launches it right back, at, right back at him. And the guy explodes. That yeah. was a really cool moment. Very and then cool Baby, moment. I notice every time Baby Yoda uses the force, he's like, ah. he seems to overexert himself. Yeah, he drops. So they get away and they go into these underground tunnels and they're trying to find the Mandalorian hideout. And when they find it, they see all of the armor there. And yeah, a bunch of killed. Mandalorians were killed. And the Imperials came and killed them, which... I'm sorry. I find that very hard to believe. They're not really good shots. No, <laughs> well, the stormtroopers are or not horrible shots. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. like, Mandalorian's supposed to be great warriors, and they got, I guess, overwhelmed because there wasn't uh, that many of them. It's hard to say. Then, then, but then again, we have that flashback when we see how the Mandalorian save. Oh, he saved, gets saved as a kid by them. By the Mandalorians, and they all have uh, Boba Fett jetpacks, and they all have the same helmets, and they're all in blue, which they do look cool. Yeah. And they're mowing down tons of battle droids. And I'm just like, you couldn't handle these stormtroopers? And you guys have jetpacks, you have, you have flamethrowers on yeah, your a arms. Bit, it's a bit of a stretch. Yeah, you Definitely have a bit of a stretch. arm rockets. Like, if we're going to, like, what they have... Right. It, I mean, in some of them in the early episodes of The Mandalorian, I think it was episode two when they Gatling save him. Gun. Yeah, there's like not <laughs> one form of weapon that these guys use. It's like yeah, it's... some are great with big, heavy machinery. Some were better. Yeah. We see in this episode, the armor is better, obviously, with a hammer and- Oh, yeah. The, the forger, she lives. Yeah. And uh, she just takes down like, what, six, seven guys with these two hammers and uh, whatever forge tool she uses. This is the way. This is the way. So that, that stuff, I'm just like, you know, you're trying to make them like this. They're, they are these ultimate warriors, but, you know, they're killed so quickly on, you know, you know, off screen. Yeah. She does say that some might have gotten away in Outer world, So it would be cool in the next season to we kind of more. maybe he finds one that's been hidden right. or something. That would be an interesting element. There was, I do love that he gets, uh, sorry to cut you off. No, no, His, go ahead. Uh, the jetpack. What, the jetpack. I was actually going to say that. Yes. He gets, it, I forget what they call it. That was cool. It's the Mudhorn. So that is the creature that Baby Yoda saves him from. So that was really cool. And so his, and she said it because it, you, you are a clan of two or something like that. You can guarantee that there's a bunch of people who are getting tattoos of that <laughs> symbol now. Yeah. It's, it's an awesome symbol. And uh, I love that he uses his jetpack at the end when he defeats Moff Gideon. Oh, really wild. Uh, unbelievable action. And he gets on top of his TIE fighter and he, he launches, he puts a, what's a like bomb a, on it. A bomb on it. Yeah, a, that like yeah. timed uh, explosive. And destroys part of the wing and he crashes. But Moff Gideon. You knew he wasn't going uh, yeah, down. Yeah, no. The second, I followed that ship all the way to the ground. I was waiting. The second I was like, there no, was explosion. no explosion. <laughs> I thought the He's same alive. Thing. Yeah. But it he was diehard. But that weapon, it's like a, 
lightsaber sword? Yeah, that was... I don't know how I feel about that. That's pretty cool. You didn't like it? No. Oh, I liked it, It was hard for me because it looks so different. It was black. It was like a black actual, like, katana sword. (laughs) That was lit But it was, was, you know, for me, it's like, nobody should have something like that. (laughs) You know, like, I'm the... Jedi's only have that yeah, weapon. But, but don't forget, I mean, even in Solo, uh, the the main bad guy, the boss guy. Oh, yeah, has like those two little blades. They're like little, and they're not lightsabers. I mean, look, it's it's a laser blade. You know, maybe yeah. maybe Moff Gideon's was a laser blade, and this guy from- Oh, yeah, you definitely you know, know nothing about it. I want it. <laughs> wherever he got it from, or however- that because was a cool you, moment. You don't see it in in clearly in any of the other stories. So maybe Clone Wars. I wonder because you know a lot of this stuff is taken from Clone Wars. Some of the stuff like the Mandalorians and all that. Because Dave Filoni obviously did write and work on uh, cl- uh, Clone Wars. So. Yeah, you wonder if those swords are sort of like the uh, the type of sword they'd wear Officers. in like a very professionals. Yeah, yeah, like an officer sword. Well, like how Marines, uh, you know, the United States Marines have sabers. Yeah. So maybe you right. Know, that's has... what I'm kind of getting at. That that's it's a like pretty you cool. Wear it. Yeah. But you normally will never use it because guys would use blasters. Maybe. It's a distance thing. Well, regardless, uh, I I knew we weren't going to see the last of Moff Gideon. No. And uh, I'm glad we, we were going to because I did like that awesome shot with him standing out of the cockpit with yeah, the crash. destroyed TIE fighter. Uh, it was such a cool moment. Yeah, that's, that's another thing I would love to say is the actual concept art. Oh, well, that's incredible. Oh, yeah. Every episode, even the ones I don't like. Yeah, I would love to have those oh yeah pieces Prince. and just put them up. Yeah, it would. They're just really well done, and I love that they tell the story of the entire episode in just visuals right oh, at yeah. the end with the the theme going up behind it. Such a cool idea. Yeah. I don't know whose idea it was, but it's a great idea. Really, I, really props. to I want to see that, that more in movies. Seeing the concept art because yeah. this is the stuff you never get to see unless you buy the book. So I, I think I, I hope more films do do that because it just adds to the. The process. Oh, you know? uh, immensely for me because yeah. you see the the before we ever get right. to the camera. Like Cara Dune looked totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny too because we also get uh, Pedro Pascal's character see him for the first time. Oh, that's time. right. I forgot. Yeah, they take off his helmet and um, he said, I can't show it to any living person. But he said, but I'm not a living thing. Yeah, I was never a living thing. And because uh, the droid, IG. He's like, all right. <laughs> nah, you Tell can me that. <laughs> He saves him with some Bacta. Yeah, a little spray. Some I did like spray. that he that he goes full blown like Halo, you know, Master Chief when he yeah, took that off turret minigun. Yeah. I was like, yeah, Halo three right cool. here. <laughs> well, that's what I love about. Fi- I want to know more of this uh, this Moff Gideon character because yeah. he was not really affected by that. He no. kind of he goes right in his face, he shot him in the head, oh, well, the man. back of the neck. Whatever. It was really intense. He didn't care. So I love the standoff. I love the shootout. Good episode. It it was overall a good episode. I guess for me, it just, it leaves me with that same thing that maybe Return of the Jedi had done, or no, Empire Strikes Back rather, or uh, Attack of the Clone, where you just, I want to know everything. Like it's now I got to wait for season two and I still don't know things. Well, that's the problem. That's my problem with the show is that, you know, the pacing, you could have had more plot going on if you had properly play uh, paced story because episode four and even two i just a lot of that stuff felt completely useless right, other than clearly it creates the additional character you know so he meets like an additional character that's it that's the that purpose the of the episode 
was some of those episodes setting up this person right you're doing an adventure with this person they leave you comes back at the end but they could have just put into one episode that's the problem like some of them like like one and two should have just been one episode yeah it's 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 a real challenge to kind of just make those decisions and they're short too you know yeah half hour that that's my biggest gripe over everything i think that series would have been really amazing and the pacing could have been drawn out and you could take more time to learn the characters sure. where you'd build a relationship with them. Something like Cara Dune's character. Mm-hmm. I mean, we meet her in the same place that they have the battle with the villagers yeah. in, I believe, episode three or four, you know, where we first see that uh, ATST and they battle that thing in the four. village. I think that's four. That episode, we I meet think. her the same time that that kind of happens it's so hard to. Why do I really care about her? I know nothing about her. I'm not a big fan of her uh, personally, uh, but who knows? Maybe she gets better. I hope the acting gets a little better. Yeah, like at least Carl Weathers' character, we see him in several episodes. Yes, we see him in the first one. We see him in the second one. He shows up in the sixth one after they've separated. Right. Only to kind of like tease you with, you know, the droid that is flying. Yeah. Uh, he was an odd choice. Did yeah. You- <laughs> Yeah, he was really an odd choice. I'm down with it though. It's just it was just like he's hamming it up. It's one of those things where it's like watching Rise of Skywalker two times. Like once you have gotten past the initial shock of what it is, yeah, you got to watch it again to just appreciate it for what it is. Well, we're gonna have plenty of time because now we have to wait for season two. Yeah, I wonder how long that's gonna be. Who knows? Yeah, Disney is still famous for pumping out stuff really quickly, but I don't know. Right. If this is going to be part of that. Because so do you think that Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan is going to be the Obi-Wan show? Is it going to be a half hour each? Oh, I would hope not. See, but that's, that's the thing. Judging by what this formula is, why wouldn't they? Is that what they're going to do now? Everything's yeah, going to be a know. half hour? It'd be upsetting because in the end, it's it's like a drug. Like I could, ne- I, I could never get enough of that. Yeah. Especially because that's a character I know and yeah. a story that we don't know, but yeah. where we left him is, you know, in I want Mos as much Island, as, you know, like yeah. in Tatooine. Exactly. I want as much as I can we get. We all want to know what happened. <laughs> like, there isn't a soul alive who considers themselves a Star Wars fan and who wasn't like, I wonder what he did right. well, from that whole time. And I don't know how much they're taking from the book, because you know, I, I read the book, and I just, I don't know what they're going to do, because what's funny is that that book is a Western in space, hmm. but this... The Mandalorian show was very much the Western in space. So I wonder if they're going to pull as much or, or even like, I wonder how much they're going to pull from that book because they're not going to re- repeat that whole Western theme again. Well, let me ask you, did they actually sign on any of the directors? Like, if, is, it, is it Favreau again? No, like, it's it's uh, the girl who did episode three, Deborah Chow. Episode three. Re- the one when the Mandalorian. Sith? No, no. Oh, episode no. three of Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Okay. She's doing the, the Obi Wan show. Well, I mean, those were she did a good episode. She also did episode. I think she did seven. I, I'd have we'd have to go back and look, but anybody in the seven. comments who knows obviously can clear it up. We'd yeah. be great grateful. She's definitely uh, out of all the some of the directors. I mean, she was definitely better than Bryce Dallas Howard. My goodness, the one who did episode four. Yeah. So, like we said a bunch of times, every we go into it so much. Every episode isn't going to be a winner because every episode isn't for us as much as uh, I wish it could be. I think episode four was just bad. I'm sorry. But let me tell you, <laughs> Rob, it, it's so hard to hear because I go to people who are my age or older and they feel so differently about it. Even so episode four? I, I walked in after watching that episode. <laughs> we recorded the podcast. I came in 
thinking we were going to have a discussion at work. And they loved it. They loved it. He goes, it's the best episode yet. And I go, how could you say that? I go, what What happens? We get nothing. It doesn't serve any purpose to the story other than you meet this girl and then he leaves her. Yeah. I was like, it, it does nothing. We meet these villagers. He trains them in some sort of quick montage. It was just, oh it infuriated me because I was confused <laughs> on how you could think this is the greatest right. one. I, I mean, quit. Episode one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't need this. Everybody subscribe because I want to do this full time. <laughs> oh, man. I guess you're right. But regardless, I am excited for this Obi-Wan show. Uh, I I assume it's coming before season two of Mandalorian. So, the Obi-Wan show? Yeah, must be. You think so? See, it's it's really hard to say because wh- why not? Well, Wait, you know, it's not I, I, I gotta really film have no thing. idea. I'm yeah. trying to come up with a reason why they would release sooner than that. But I have no idea how much has been shot, right? Did they stop at season one or they just sort of... You might not take season breaks. Like the way Lord of the Rings kind of shot. They did all three movies. Right, but we had to wait a year. Shoot. We had a year right. each one. We did. But that was because of the edits and telling the story. And- They're not going to... I'm pretty sure Disney's going to spread it out as much as they can. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Probably I mean, next it's hard year. 2020. Because, uh, part of me thinks they'd want to keep you on the Star Wars hook. Right. And, and giving it a whole well, another year before don't we throw forget. another Star Wars story in. Guess what comes out next? The next show is Clone Wars. They're returning. They're bringing back brand new episodes of Clone Wars. And they're going to wrap still up. still animated, though. Right. But so, but but that show never had an ending. Obviously, you know, Revenge mm-hmm. of the Sith is the ending. But the right. show itself never had an ending. So they're wrapping up one last season of that. So I'm going to watch that. I'm going to see how that is. You know, it's, okay. it's Obi-Wan during the... <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of it, but it's cool. It's a really cool show. It's just not for me. Well, you know, just based on our conversations of going like very dark and yeah, no. you, know, you want something more adult, The Clone Wars is an animated show. <laughs> you know, right. what I've watched of it does not feel like, you know, the there and there are some dark parts and there are some really epic storyline elements that you mm-hmm. get and peak characters you've never seen before, but for me, it's just, it's not my style. Yeah. I, I guess because it's I like preference. the actual live action. I feel the same way. Uh, making same animated way. characters loses. Like, I'm not connected to you. You're not a person. <laughs> You're not real. You're a drawing. <laughs> You're a drawing. Yeah. Which is, I guess, could be said about when you look at the concept art, like it's all a drawing. That's true. Just done by an actor. But Oh, that's funny. Well, if I had to rate Mandalorian season one, I would give it. Maybe in between a six and a seven. Maybe a seven. I did enjoy these last three episodes. Definitely saved the whole show for me. Yeah. Kept me watching with enjoyment as opposed to like, right. this is going downhill fast, which yeah. is where I started this show. I would say like seven, like it's it's seven, 6.5 around okay. there. How do you feel? I'm, I'm a bit more on... On the six range. You're in the six range. Yeah. And simply because I think it could have made other choices in a lot of the previous episodes. I agree. To make it much more generous. compelling <laughs> and, you know, build that tension. Yeah. We we learned so much about him so late. I guess because you're getting more seasons. It was too late, know, though. There's no rush. It was too late. But yeah, I, we're I getting agree. so much of the flashbacks. And to me, the flashbacks already tell what we assumed is that exactly. his village is being blown up. 
by something. Right. You don't know what it is, but obviously we're going to assume it's the Empire or some band. Yes. And the Mandalorians save him because he becomes a Mandalorian. It's a little paint by numbers. And that, that's my biggest gripe with the show is right. that Right. Like if you're going to tell me numbers. that story, just tell me the story. Right. Just do it. It's so obvious. Right. Get it out there so I learn about him. Now we're the end of the season in the finale. And now you're going to explain to me why we get he's a foundling. We knew that part. We knew it. And with stuff we already saw in the, in, it was like, if you piece everything that you've seen in the previous episodes in those flashbacks, it, it you already know that that's kind of the vibe that happened. But I, I say six because I still overall like the story yeah. as I like the character that right. is Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. I want to see where it goes. I like the fact that the armor is still there, that yeah. he gets his own insignia. That's cool. You know, that he's now jet in the pack. crowd. Yeah, like right. Jetpack action. It's, it's going to add to the story a lot more, I think, if they do it. I just a, find it really... weird. This is, oh, before we close, I forgot this. I find it weird that he's supposed to now train this baby Yoda to be oh, yeah. in the Mandalorian creed. That's what she says, the armor. Right. Yeah. And like now you are a father to him. But. That thing ages really slow, and by the time that thing's two, he's going to be a hundred. Well, yeah, it's 50 years old going into when he finds it, so in another 50 years, he's dead. Yeah. So what do we got? Well, like, like how's he training old, it? An 10-year-old? It's a little stupid. Well, I don't know I don't, if they yeah, thought that know. far ahead. <laughs> I don't know. It was definitely a weird moment unless she's got some bigger plan. I need you to train... A whole nother group of Mandalorians to keep training this thing because clearly you're not making oh, it the length. I guess. I don't know. That didn't quite make sense. Or she to didn't me. know. It's hard to say. She clearly knew about the Jedi. That was cool. That yeah. moment was cool. She talked about enemies, the Jedi which of the Mandalorians. Weird. I guess they're enemies of the Mandalorians. We'll have to find know. out. I wonder yeah. if they tell you a little bit more about that. would be pretty epic to find out because that's left in into mystery. I just, I, you know, the Creed stuff, I, I miss the mi mystery of Boba and Jango. But, you know, like we said, you know, Django took off his helmet, so maybe he abandoned the Creed. Maybe that was his whole thing. He abandoned the Creed and became a bounty hunter. Right, and was obviously working for the cloners. So. Yeah, the Empire. So. Right, because they gave the him a job, right? He was he was right. the cloner, so right. Right. clearly he didn't need to be a bounty hunter anymore. Sure. And, and Boba just went to his father's, followed his father's footsteps. Right, so. So, so interesting stuff. But, all right, guys, I guess we'll close there. Uh, we will be back with new content. <laughs> next week always always all right guys well have a good one take care and thanks for tuning in